Good morning. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to one of the Psalms. It's Psalm 121. So Psalm 121, starting to read at verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Shall we pray? Our Father, we just ask as we come to this psalm that you will speak to us through these words, that you will just lead us in the way you would have us go, that you might be uh, an encouragement to us as we go through these times, which are for us troubled days. But our Father, we just ask that you will help us to lean on you, because we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the psalm, one of the psalms of a sense, and in this psalm we're going to meet with the God of the individual, the God of creation, the God of Israel, and the God of eternity. Now, this coronavirus has brought with it a lifestyle that we're not used to. There's a lack of confidence in what the future might hold. Periods of isolation, not just from our family and friends, but with recommendations to avoid the general public, a fear of infection, an infection that could end in death. And instead of saying, have a good day, we now say, stay safe. During this period, there has been an increase in the sale of books, and reading is a great way to relax. The most popular books at the moment are biographies. But many people are tending to look for answers to life's problems in what we might call self-help books. Some might contain helpful hints on diet or how to exercise and how to stay healthy and stay fit. But the best book to read is the Bible. I even mentioned that phrase in one of our morning talks and referred to the chorus. So the best book to read is the Bible. We can read books such as How to Win Friends and Influence People. But what effect Will that influence that we have be on others? We can read books on things like Think and Grow Rich. And when you've thought about it, and when maybe you have become rich, well, the question is, what next? Or we can look at books which uh, may be titled The Power of Positive Thinking. Well, in reality, that depends on what you are thinking positively about. You see, many will turn to self-help books to help them look within themselves for the answers to life's questions. The worldview is that the answer to life can be found within ourselves. But the Bible tells us that the questions that are within us, but that the answers that we need are from without, they are from God. And God, in his word, the Bible, he does encourage us to think about ourselves. He does encourage us to think about others. The Bible tells us how to seek real riches, and it shows us how to think positively 
about the things that really matter. So let us see what God has to say to us this morning from his word. And let us continue with the the faithful people of Israel as they travel towards Jerusalem for one of the three yearly gatherings so that they can worship God together. And as they travel, they sing the Psalms. And one of them that would have been sung is this Psalm 121. And the first verse of this psalm, we see here the God of the individual. The psalmist starts, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? So there's an action from the psalmist and there is a a question. Where does this man look to find answers? Well, he's on a journey. He knows that there are dangers. He needs to feel safe. This is how we can feel when, in our situation today with this coronavirus, we do a simple thing like planning to leave the house, maybe to go to the supermarket. And we might not realise it, but what we actually do is we, we do a mental risk assessment before we go. Is it necessary for me to go? Is this the best time of day when I can avoid other people? Have I got my mask with me? What are the chances of being infected or maybe infecting others? The psalmist in his situation is approaching what he sees as being being very rough terrain, a hard road. This part of the journey is going to be uphill. You might be asking, do I need help? Will the others that I am with need help? And he could have that thought in the back of his mind. Oh, there could be robbers in them there hills. And he looks up to the mountains. And in doing that, he recognises his limitations. And he realises that he does need help. Help from outside. And help that is beyond his capability. So he asks the question, where will my help come from? Who can we turn to during this pandemic? You know, in the times when we feel that we are at the end of our tether and we maybe start to think that the journey is too hard, too many problems, too much for us to bear, too hard to continue. The traveller here is speaking in the first person and he has a confident answer, an answer of the reassurance that he needs about where his help will come from, or more importantly, about who his help will come from. Now, when we come to verses 2 through to verse 6 of this psalm, we can probably title this, the God of the individual is also the God of creation. Because in verse 2 he says, my help comes from the Lord. And then he follows that up with this, the maker of heaven and earth. Why is he confident? Because he knows the Lord. He knows the greatness of who God is. He knows the power of God. He knows that he is the maker of heaven and earth. 
What has he seen? He's seen the danger. Who has he seen? He's seen his deliverer. I was thinking about what this man thought at that time. I know that he's writing the psalm, but I wonder if the words from Psalm 106 verse 1 comes to his mind. Because there we read this. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. This is the feeling that this man would now have when he looks towards the hills and he sees his deliverer. And I'm sure he praised God and gave thanks. And he knows that God's love endures forever. It goes on in verse 3 of Psalm 121. And here he speaks of the one that he knows that he can trust. He says, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Notice here that the traveller has now moved from the first to the second person. He wants others to know the power of the one in whom he trusts. And he shares what he knows with others so that he can comfort and reassure them. One of the dangers of this journey that he is on is that he realises the road now in this rough terrain can become difficult, dangerous and slippery. And that they can fall. You know, there's a word for us today about the road that we travel. We've been looking at Hebrews in our Bible study. Hebrews 12, verse 12 to 13. This is what we read. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. You see, we, like the psalmist, we're encouraged to walk in God's strength. And in doing that, that will enable us to help each other. Help each other with the help that God has given to us. So ultimately, it is God who is protecting us and protecting those who will follow after us. The psalmist goes on to remind the others that he is travelling with the protection that the Lord has given to their nation in the past. And that's where from verse 4 through to 7, we see something of the God of Israel. These are Jewish people, and they're on the way to worship God in Jerusalem in the temple. So verse 4, Indeed, he who watches over Israel with neither slumber nor sleep, in other words, he's saying, look, you and I, we are safe. And we're safer than we might think. Because his help is always here, as it always has been for our people down the years. And we here have the Old Testament to remind us of these things that these people would know. And then we come to verse 5. The psalmist says, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade and your right hand. You see, the, the God of Israel is a personal God. He's closer than you think. He is right by your side. He will not leave you or forsake you. And then verse 7. We come to the practicalities of the day. 
The psalmist says, The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. One of the dangers for these travellers, well, one of them was that they were in danger of being attacked and robbed. They needed protection. But they also needed protection from the elements, the heat of the day and the cold of the night. You see, sunstroke would have been a real danger, and hypothermia would have been a real danger. We know that in these desert places the days are extremely hot, and in the evenings they can go very, very cold. And this company is a mixture of travellers, families, women, children, old and young. But God is there with them. And the psalmist is reminding them that he's there 24-7. And then we come to verse 8. The Lord will keep you from harm. He will watch over your life. You see, it's not just 24-7. But it's year after year for the whole of their life. A word for us this morning, even though this pandemic, and we are in the midst of it, the Lord is with us. This doesn't mean that we will not suffer. We might not be immune from COVID-19, but our immunity, as those who trust in Jesus is, is against suffering from the penalty of sin. We won't come under the wrath of God. The journey that these people are on reflects the journey that those who love the Lord and are called to travel on that journey that he sets out for us. Each generation will have times when the road is rough. For us, we have the pandemic at the moment. And it's through which we have to navigate. But we are not alone. What did the psalmist say? Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He is with us on this, our journey. The God of creation, of the individual, and the God of Israel. I quite like to hear the story behind the hymns. In 1887, a man called Anthony J. Showwater wrote a letter to confirm, uh, to, to comfort some friends. These friends were mourning over the loss of some of their loved ones. They were going through a really difficult time. And in his letter that he wrote to them, he included a verse from Deuteronomy. It was Deuteronomy 33, verse 27. The eternal God is your refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. That was a great encouragement to these people in their time of trouble. And this led Anthony Showalter 
to later, along with a man called Elisha Hoffman, to write a hymn. And the hymn is called Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. You may know the hymn. I'll just share the chorus with you. Leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms. Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day. Leaning on the everlasting arms. This is what the psalmist in Psalm 121 is doing. And this brings us to the final verse of this psalm, where the psalmist takes us to another place. And in this other place, we see that the the God of creation is the same God who is the God of the individual, who is the same God who is the God of Israel and led them through the wilderness. And he's also the God of eternity. Because the final verse, verse 8, The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Isn't that great? The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. This refers to the ultimate destination of those who have put their trust in Jesus as their Saviour and Lord. And as he spoke these words to his disciples, words that in a few moments I'm going to read. But as he spoke these words to him, he knew that they had a hard road ahead of them. He knew that they would suffer. For some of them, persecution and execution was ahead of them. His promise was they would not be alone and that one day they would be with him in glory. As we draw to a close this morning, let's listen to those words. You probably already know which verses I'm going to read, because we know them well. But let's just read them in relation to what we've listened to this morning and what we've learned from Psalm 121. And this is Jesus speaking to his disciples. Do not let your hearts be troubled. It's John 14, verse 1 to 4. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. And then Jesus goes on in that same chapter of John 14, and we come down to verse 15, and we read through to verse 21, and this is what he said to them, this is what he says to us today, this morning. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, 
you will realize that I and my Father are one. You are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. So let's finish this morning with this thought that we can take away with us as we go through these our troubled times, the rough road that we are having to walk at the moment, the journey that we're on to being able to meet together in our place of worship, and then the journey that will continue when we meet with the Lord. He knows that we have a hard road ahead. He knows that we might suffer. For some, it will be harder than for others such as those who even in our day are suffering persecution and in some cases execution. But his promise is that they and us will not be alone and that one day we will be with him in glory. Let's pray. Father, we pray that through your word you will speak to us this morning and by the power of your word, you will lift us and encourage us and lead us as we go through these troubled times. Let us go knowing that we are in the everlasting arms of a God who loves us and of a Saviour who has gone before us. And we come this morning in his name the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen.